Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You guys, welcome back to another episode of Infertility and Me Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Farouk. If this is your first time being here on the show, listening to the pod, welcome, welcome, welcome to the shit show that is infertility. You guys, thank you for listening, downloading, sharing the episodes. Appreciate you guys so very much. And as you can see, we are back for another fertility friend check-in. We have one update and a new friend checking in, asking for help about how to deal with pregnancy and jealousy. We're going to get right into it. So firstly, let's start with our friend CJ from the last episode, okay? So You may not remember and or if this is your first time listening, we have our friend CJ who wrote in about some unethical practices that the performing doctor of our last IUI did. And basically, the doctor maneuvered her cervix in a way that was very painful and it shouldn't have been done without some type of local anesthesia, some sore, and also warning our girl CJ before he or she freaking pulled on and pulled up her cervix causing pain during the last IUI cycle, okay? So if you haven't listened to that fertility friend episode, you need to go back friend, okay? Right now, go listen to it and then come on back to this one. That way, you're up to date and know what's happening with our fertility friends checking in with us. And so, CJ has an update for you guys. And so, she says, after I reported what happened, I got a phone call from my nurse. She was pissed and so upset on my behalf that this happened. She explained to me that what this doctor did, using an instrument to pull my cervix up, is one of the most painful things they can do at It puts your whole body into a very, very painful cramp-like state. And the fact that he did this without telling me and or warning me was unacceptable. The nurse explained that she had this done to her. Of course, with warning and even with warning, she said it was still very painful, a pain you never want to experience. But I told her that was just the worst of it. And now he had the worst bedside manner. And he never went over my husband's sperm wash and was just disrespectful. And she said that the fact that everything happened the way that it happened was flabbergasting. And in confidence, she shared that this isn't the first complaint about this specific doctor. She let me know that I would be getting a phone call from the nursing manager, which I did the next day. She was extremely upset with how it all went and felt awful about my experience. She asked me for my permission to do two things. Firstly, she asked permission to share with this doctor my experience and what went wrong. 
I was really hesitant because I didn't want to seem like a difficult patient or get any sort of backlash for speaking up. But I did give permission, but I asked her to leave my name out. And I did voice my concerns about backlash, and she reassured me that it would never happen. And if something ever did come up, to call her immediately. She asked permission to bring my case to the other nurses and physicians in their next monthly educational training. And I agreed with my name out. I expressed that please teach about this so that it never happens to anyone else but do keep my name anonymous. After a long discussion about that, she again expressed her disappointment and frustration with how I was treated and let me know that she was going to credit my account for this IUI treatment because she said that I shouldn't have to pay for this horrible experience. I didn't ask for that, but I was grateful, okay? Shout out to that nurse, okay? I feel like I did all that I could do, but my heart still hurts because of how traumatic that experience was. And since that cycle was another unsuccessful one, we will eventually move on to IVF when we have the finances, knowing I'm going to have much more treatments, procedures, and surgery. It makes it hard mentally to want to go back. But in the end, we will because we do anything to grow our family. Thanks, Monique, for giving this a platform to share. I posted the brief version on my own little infertility and underscore IG page but definitely left out some of the nitty-gritty details. Appreciate you, CJ. CJ, girl, thank you for this update. I was concerned, and I actually was thinking about you the day before you sent me this update letter, and so I'm so glad to hear that the nurse that you spoke to, lead nurse, head nurse, whatever they call it, was able to help you feel more confident about them caring, and so whether you went to this doctor for your IVF cycle and or another place. And even and again, if you went back to this doctor, I'm glad that she took the time to explain things, how they should have been, how they should have went in the process normally for this type of maneuver to the cervix when they're doing IUIs. Unfortunately, it was at the expense of you and your already fragile emotional state. So that's a win in my book. That is a win in my book. And so I hope that things moving forward for you, you have better experiences. And also, if you go to another clinic and you decide not to return to this one, I hope that the next clinic, you don't experience anything like this ever again. One is, one time is more than enough, right? We're going to give a quick shout out to the nurse for taking everything so seriously for our girl, CJ and making sure that her feelings were validated and reassured concerning this issue with this specific performing doctor. And I'm glad that she also mentioned about bringing it up during the educational trainings at the clinic and so that everybody is made aware, number one, of the situation that took place, and number two, they can be mindful of themselves. And shout out to you, CJ, for advocating yourself. Shout out to you, girl, for advocating for yourself and not letting it go by the wayside and just chucking it up like we do sometimes because we often get intimidated by these doctors. You guys know how it is. I don't have to tell you. Sometimes we get intimidated. Sometimes we think that they know better than we do. And so we don't always stand up for ourselves the way we should. But shout out to you, girl, for doing so. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So our next fertility friend check-in comes from a friend and we will call her S. And so our friend S says, I'm at the end of my secondary infertility journey and I'm feeling sad and angry. I am so jealous of people who are getting pregnant. When I see success stories, I feel so alone, like I'm the only one who can't have another baby. What can I do to curb these jealous and lonely thoughts? help in exclamation points. First of all, friend, I'm so sorry to hear about your current state of secondary infertility and you haven't quite gotten what you wanted as far as creating that sibling for your first. And I actually know this friend and she has one other baby, Earth Side, who was a twin in Her other baby was lost barely a year ago, actually, now that I think about it, or either coming up on it a year this winter. And I have to go back in my notes and look at um, what I know from her before. But I believe that her twins, um, the twin that didn't survive, it was about almost a year ago this coming winter before the new year. And so not only is our friend dealing with the secondary infertility, and I'll also state in without saying her name that she also had a diagnosis of unexplained infertility. And I will also state that she is a mom over 40. And so there's a lot going on with her situation and her diagnosis and such. And so she's not only dealing with grief, first of all, okay, then we're dealing with being a new mom to a baby who was supposed to have a twin earth side with them, right? And then she's over the age of 40 now. Her original diagnosis was unexplained infertility. So there's a lot to process. There's a lot to process, especially in terms of when we're talking about grief. And grief is really tricky and it takes a tremendous, tremendous amount of time to get to the point where you aren't crying every day every week, every month, and every year, and having constant triggers. Now, I think for me personally, when you speak it in terms of, and in my experience, of course, you guys know I'm not a licensed mental health therapist and or certified coach, okay? So everything is life life experience-based, all my commentary. I'm not out here trying to take the place of you guys as therapists, okay? (laughs) Let's get that out the way. And so, again, with, with grief and various types of grief, whether it's because of the loss 
a pregnancy or child or loved one and or the grief of your diagnosis and such, I feel like grief can, you can get to a point of being able to have the trigger without feeling the sting, if that makes sense. And so I think ultimately that's all that we are all trying to get to, just getting to that point where we could feel the trigger coming because of something we see, something we heard, without it stinging as badly or without it stinging at all anymore. And I I hope that makes sense to you guys in terms of triggers, because I think a lot of times when we see the word triggers and you hear everybody talking about triggers on social media and it's in the media in general, if you're reading, if you prefer to get your news by reading instead of watching TV, triggers, triggers, triggers. And yes, triggers do cause negative emotions, but I think that triggers also can happen even after you've healed and that it's just where it gets to the point when it doesn't cause an emotional reaction or feeling um, that's incredibly intense. If that makes sense, I hope it makes sense to you guys. You guys let me know, send me an email, let me know if it does or if it doesn't. (laughs) But there's a lot going on with our friend S and honestly, there is no right or wrong way to maneuver this because I think it changes. I think it changes based on what else is going on in our lives. I think it it changes based on the time we spend away from social media and seeing all the things and seeing all the pictures of the moms and the pregnant bellies and even being I know I have certain family members who I know for sure will never have any more children and so there were times that I could just I knew I could be with them because I wouldn't have to be triggered by their presence friend we understand We understand exactly how you feel. You are absolutely and never, ever, ever alone, friend. And I know that we hear that statement a lot, but we absolutely have to believe that. And we have to know that. And we have to fully take that in. And the jealous nature of the pregnancies and seeing success stories, as you stated, the jealousy is real. It stings. There's triggers all around us. And we just have to learn to maneuver ourselves because we can't do anything for them. We can't hit a button and suddenly their pregnant bellies are hidden, you know. So we have to be able to cope and to move forward. And while we're grieving our own situation. And when I was reading the letter and then brushing up on some information from like your psychology today type of websites one thing that came to mind is that and what I visualized while reading the information written by specialists is jealousy is let's say it's a black umbrella right and it under that umbrella it houses so many different types of emotions and those emotions that it encompasses could be like fear, it could be anger, it could be insecurities and anxiety. And those four are what we commonly go through while we're in, in the midst of fertility treatments and even after, if you wish to stop or take breaks or whatever, just period in, infertility, in the infertility world. Jealousy is the main emotion that we feel, but the root causes, again, are fear, anger, insecurity, and anxiety. 
And if you're on the path and you're actively trying, you're feeling that on a daily, weekly basis, right? And then also jealousy is a emotional trait that's damn near impossible to avoid. And as I stated a second ago, how we control it should be our main focus and how we maneuver ourselves. And I just thought that was so freeing. I just thought that that was a freeing way of looking at it, knowing that it's going to come, it's going to happen, and you can't really avoid it so much. To me, that brought comfort. And I hope it does for you too. And then when you're talking about being insecure, and I think we become significantly insecure after being diagnosed with infertility, which is also another root cause of our jealous feelings. As we know, we got our umbrella, right? It encompasses all those things. And so then comparison is all is is like naturally going to be walking right up behind you when you have the jealousy, you have the fear, and you have the insecurity. And the comparison comes in because the comparison is the side effect of the insecurity. And if we focus on ourselves and if we go deep within asking ourselves those hard questions, the questions we don't want to ask, then that leaves room and that gives space for us to honor our own negative emotions and thoughts, taking that time to really look at ourselves and go deep within. If we're focusing on our own selves, then we don't have time to compare ourselves with anybody else. This is not to say that we don't concern ourselves with people that we're close to. What I see, and I'm going to say this, and a lot of people are going to probably get mad, but I'm going to say this. And I notice it a lot within the online community spaces. We hold space for one another and we grieve for for one another and we celebrate with one another and we get mad and we get angry and we cry with one another, right? But then we also have to help one another find solutions. Now, if your solution you're not ready for right now, totally fine. I'm not giving out solutions unless people ask me. And that's just the bottom line. It's just the way I operate. People come to me with issues. I don't give advice. And I don't offer solutions if I feel like I have one, unless I'm asked. And that's fine. When we're speaking about going within and working on our own self and honoring our negative emotions, I feel like in the fertility online communities, they penalize you for that. And they penalize you for trying to work on your mindset. And they almost kind of push it away. Like they don't want to do it. Like they just want to stay in their anger and they just want to stay in their sadness and they just want to stay in their depression. And if they want to stay there, stay there, friend. That's fine. That's totally fine. But know that there is a way for you to maneuver while you're on this path. Feel better doing it and live your life while you're doing it and not completely and entirely lose yourself to trying to conceive for however that looks like for you, whether it's adoption or surrogacy, etc. Whether you're a single mom by choice single dad by choice, LGBTQIA, whatever that issue is, whatever, whatever your path is, you can, you can maneuver yourself and just be aware. And I'm not telling anyone not to, you know, dismiss their own emotions. What I'm saying is honor them. And then while honoring them, what is the, what is the solution? What are we going to do to fix it? What are we going to do to get through that negative emotion is what I am saying. And I think that sometimes online communities can be toxic for that nature because they allow you to space the space to express your anger and such like that but nobody's offering solutions and there are a lot of organizations who do offer solutions for mental health that in podcasts and there are but what I'm talking about specifically is individual people connecting with one another online 
for community's purposes. And again, friend, and any of you guys out there, grief. You're, you're dealing with grief from the loss of a baby barely a year ago, friend. So there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of things coming up. There's going to be a lot of triggers for you. A lot of triggers for you. And I did want to read this one excerpt from a newly published book, best-selling author, Marissa Renee Lee. And the book is called Grief is Love, Living with Loss. It's an incredible read. It's an incredible book, you guys. I follow Marissa online and she's doing fantastic work with her advocacy of grief and also this book and speaking on podcasts and various platforms. I really enjoyed reading it. Yeah, if any of you guys want, if someone wants to read it, I'll be happy to send you my copy of the book and pass it along. And I ask that you pass it along. So whoever sends me an email first gets the book. And then you just have to promise me you pass it along to someone else. So I wanted to read an excerpt from Marissa's book. And it's from chapter 10, the chapter entitled Love. And I'll begin on page 166. And it says, once you acknowledge your worth, surrender fully to your grief and access the care you need to heal you will find yourself able to deeply and intentionally love your person and feel their love for you in return. A space opens up in your heart, and even in the midst of this absence you will carry forever, you begin to feel whole. When you fully accept their absence, that whole can be filled with love, sometimes love with a side of grief, but love nonetheless. Continuing to feel their love will sustain you. Their love and the love you have for yourself is what will get you through the worst of your grief. Let love. And I, I just I just felt like that was timely excerpt to read as many of you are dealing with losses of pregnancies and various other situations while on family building. And if we do nothing else with this episode and or have learned nothing else from today's fertility friend check-in it's that we have to learn to congratulate ourselves on how far we've come we are not who we were this time last year and reaching out to community is a sign of that growth friend and i thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of infertility and needs fertility friend check-in if you enjoyed this show please leave a rating and review on apple itunes and or stars on spotify just one sentence helps us so tremendously with reaching more friends who may be silently suffering too you can share your fertility friend check-in with me your host monique at info at moniquefarouk.com or you can tap the link in this episode's details and you guys know where to find me on the gram at infertility and me podcast say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.